1: Sure.
2: We're talking real money. Hi there, folks. Glad you could join us here on the Talking Real Money radio show and then eventually podcast. I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cock is over there, still hanging in the Model Military Aircraft Museum. Lovely, lovely place. I, on the other hand, am just in Florida, but it won't be 30 degrees here tomorrow. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know. I'm happy. Uh, If you have a question and it has something to do with money, particularly the investing of it or the saving of it or even the spending of it, give us a call at 855-935-TALK. That's 855-935-8255. It's really, 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 really easy. And we'd love to help you deal with your financial dilemmas and problems and the like, and also help you figure out, where to go to get help, who you should listen to. And by the way, we don't think you should listen to very many people. For example, there are a lot of very popular purveyors of financial advice. And I mean, we're in the top 50. These guys are like in the top 20 or 10 or even in one case, one. Uh, We're talking about advice from people like, well, Dave Ramsey, Robert, Rich Dad Kiyosaki, and I Hate Susie Orman. That's from <laughs> Chuck Jaffe. Uh, yeah. So is there advice? I mean, we, we have our opinion on it. Is there advice worthwhile? Is there any value to that advice? And, and who should you trust when it comes to financial information?
3: Don, I'm glad you asked that question.
2: That's why you're there for me to ask that question. The
3: soft, the proverbial softball. This comes not from us, by the way, because you already know our opinion
2: on this. Yeah. Who does this? We don't think you should listen to
3: them. It's from Market Watch. Because most of the stuff is cheesecake. Um, But here's a piece from Robert Powell at another website that I don't think you should pay attention to, but he does write there regularly, and that's Market Watch. And he writes a lengthy piece talking to a guy named James Choi, who's a Yale University professor, about this exact topic. They say Choi's read fifty personal finance books. I've been—I've read more than that, by the way, because when I had the TV show, I used to read one of these a week. So I should get—don't think I have medal or knighthood or something for that. But I think a
2: PhD. Um, Actually, PhD, you could just lie. Awarded. We have people <laughs> in Congress lied. who did that. It, read your well, book, yeah.
3: So but he, he actually it's interesting piece because he boils down the theory versus the actual, actual practice. And then he gets into the consensus popular advice, which is what the previously uh, na- purveyors you just mentioned come out with versus the benchmark academic advice, which you raised a good point when we were talking about this is who's the academic that they're quoting i know because for example, he says
2: there's a there's a it's like ju- the academic advice well yeah no. who is there one academic who, who no. is right or is there no. are are thousands of academics all saying the same thing
3: no there's very there's different opinions now there's ones we think you should pay attention one of the things he says is the benchmark academic advice is that value stocks those sort of out of favor companies and small stocks may or may not be attractive. Now, I trust the work of Dr. Eugene Fama that says they may or may not be unattractive, but they've provided better returns than large growth firms for about a 100 years. Um, the, another one that I found somewhat surprising, he says, the consensus popular advice when it comes to your retirement savings is don't annuitize. And he says that the benchmark academic advice is fully annuitize wealth in retirement. Now, it doesn't necessarily say wait, that wait, means giving wait, to an insurance hold on, company. Hold
2: on. Wait a minute. Who's he? I know who he's quoting. Wade Fow.
3: Wade does say that. Wade, now, so I don't you, know if Wade says put it all in an Oh, idea. yeah, he
2: pretty much does because he's he's, does he's, he? on, he's on New York Life's payroll. Uh, so, you know, you, you got to consider the source. But the, the point stores. is
3: there's still differences of opinion as to all these things. The other thing I find interesting, frankly, is – the popular advice in there can be parts of dave ramsey advice and Susie orman's advice i don't know about rich dad poor dad things that we could agree with but when yeah. you get in the nuts and bolts it doesn't usually work very well
2: it's usually a, a lot of little buzzwords and catchphrases and, and it's a lot of fluff and no substance and uh, let's talk about it 855 935 talk
1: Tom and Don are talking real money your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: 855-935-TALK is the phone number you can call to get answers to all kinds of money questions, not just during the show, but anytime, 24-7. I'm Don, that's Tom. The question of the hour is, upon whom should you rely for investing advice? It really is the sixty four. Trillion dollar question. I'm trying to help with the debt. Uh, yeah,
3: it's gone up a lot since it was the sixty four thousand dollar question yeah, in the, the $64,000 trillion
2: dollar question. Yeah, I this, mean, this, who this do you comes, believe? I, I, we, this
3: comes from an article that is I don't know that's worth reading because I think. Personally, I don't think there's all that much value to it, and he gets into so yes, why are we you talking believe, about it? Well, because it is the topic is important. I did not <laughs> the love article is a good, but the topic is good. The topic is an important one because you're bombarded today with all. I mean, my news feed gets a gazillion articles a day on here's what to do with the stock market tomorrow, and here's how to play the debt. There's all kinds of information like that. Most of it is cheesecake. We'll give you that. Then you get to the point where some of the popular people, as I mentioned heading into the break, yeah, they provide good advice on getting out of debt and how to save, that kind of thing. But when you really get into the nuts and bolts of the whole situation, most of that still is not disinterested. In other words, the people that are giving you that information have a book to sell. They want you to have a newsletter. They want to build up their Q rating so more people will pay attention and they'll make bigger living that way versus the academics that generally do not care, right?
2: Yeah, generally Generally. do not care. But, you know, even then, I got to say, everybody has a bias. We have a bias. Absolutely. Uh, Think about it for a minute, though. Eugene Fama, for whom does he work? Well, he is on the board of something at Dimensional Dimensional Funds.
3: Yeah, Wade
2: Fowl, we've talked about. Yes, His, we have. He is funded by New York Life. Uh uh, uh, uh Bill Sharp. Larry Swedro. Larry, well, Larry Swedro. Buckingham Will Sharp yep. uh is financial engines. You know, the, Paul Merriman. Paul Merriman is Paul Merriman. He's just Paul.
3: Yeah, he's just on to himself, he's so just there's a, a Paul. pretty right.
2: independent source. All right, so we we'll make go. him independent. All right. But the the the, the <laughs> ultimate the ultimate answer to the question is who do you trust? <sighs> Don't trust anybody, really. You've got to make an informed decision on your own. What makes sense? That's good.
3: Thank you. That's good. What makes sense? And if you think things through... Again, there's logic. You just want to invest so you get the returns of the market because the market has been pretty good, right? How do you do that? You're widely diversified. You don't make bets on certain things. You keep your costs low, and you pay attention to how you're invested vis-a-vis taxes. If you did those things, you're in pretty good shape.
2: Yeah, pretty good shape, and it's not that complicated. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. And, Reese, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, how you doing? Good, Reese. How are you, sir? Um, so,
4: I'm doing well. I have two uh, two questions now that you kind of uh, segue into a different topic than I initially called. The first one is, um, when you're talking about bank rates, and you mentioned the large uh, banks and what they're giving their savings accounts, Why? because interest rates are so high, why wouldn't the banks offer a product where they will give higher interest rates on savings if you just deposited a certain sum of money and give you a competitive rate that's higher than what they could borrow from the Federal Reserve. So the second question there's is... A,
2: there's wait, a wait, key I, word? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What's the second question?
4: The second question is, as you said about advice and uh, let's talk about what's going on now with the lottery, and you hear these billion-dollar jackpots and everything. Why would anybody advise a person that never handled so much money to take a lump sum of so much money, such as a billion dollars or whatever they give you in a lump sum? And when a person could take $48 million a year and learn over 30 years how to handle money, why do they always say take the lump sum?
2: Well, let me answer that one first. We'll start with that. The re- the reason is not everybody says take the lump sum. However, if you take the lump sum, that seven hundred million dollars on a billion whatever dollar lottery, yep. whatever that number is, you could invest that money and probably earn fifteen million a year in a well diversified portfolio. Maybe ten million a year. And still have the seven million or the seven hundred million dollars, but it would require discipline, good planning, and all that, which Wait, a lot of people don't have. So, yes,
3: I'm going to add one thing to that. By the way, you exactly. could give There's them no that point. smaller amount every year, and they could do just as poorly with that over a period of time as well, if they weren't just. I mean, none of those things change if you don't know anything about this, et cetera. Number the the first question about why don't banks ain't give higher interest rates. Well, because they love the fact that they're making all the money between what they're borrowing the money at and what they're paying it out at.
2: However, I I looked up Bank of America, and the standard savings rate at Bank of America, which I believe is the biggest bank in America, I'm pretty sure. I think you're right. uh, Their standard rate is 0.01% per year. However, if you have more than $10,000 on deposit all the time, it rises to a whopping... 0.02% Zero point zero two percent per year. If you have Double. Over, if you have over a hundred thousand, then it rises to a whopping zero point zero three percent per year. Ooh. And if you have more than a million, they'll pay you Please. four one hundredths of one percent per year on your money.
3: Lovely. While at the same time so you could go to basque or
2: bread and make four percent four percent or a hundred times more. Yeah.
4: Go ahead, Reese. Right, so, so how much do does um, Bank of America pay to borrow from the Reserve?
2: Oh, uh, 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 that mm, depends on the day. It depends, but, but it's more than it's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than that. So they're borrowing from saying, their customers at four a, four one hundredths or four one thousand four one hundredths.
4: If they can get a gazillion people to deposit ten thousand dollars and. Make them have to keep that deposit there for a certain amount of time. Wouldn't they make more money
2: if they gave half of what they paid the reserves? That's what I'm trying to do. But, Reese, what I'm saying is they're already paying. Uh, a a, a tiny fraction of what they pay to borrow and yet people continue to leave money in bank of america savings accounts at a a whopping one one hundredth of one percent per year people are just being stupid about their money so why would why would bank of america pay more if if people are just dumb enough to leave it there at that rate and i'm one of them i've got something i've got got two hundred dollars how much two hundred dollars in my terrible <laughs> savings account at Bank of America.
3: I'm gonna loan you nine thousand eight hundred so it. you can get to the two tenths of 100%. done. So there you go. I want you to get in to the Chicago ten thousand.
4: In Chicago that's the, in Chicago that's called the Chicago Cubs Syndrome. If we
2: don't if people still buy tickets and we never win, yep. why why guilty so, that team? Exactly. Yep. Reese, thanks so much for the call. Yep. We really appreciate That's it. Taking care good way to put that it. Little one and uh, we uh, encourage your calls at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money. Step for in. your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: During the break, I looked it up. If you are a bank and you, want to step up to the fed funds window it's not a real window that's a uh, hyperbolic no, window uh, maybe it used to be though maybe type uh, it's, hypo- it's uh, yeah, no, you think maybe yeah there was like yeah, a, a drive through
3: little window yeah. you drive through Guy bank of america drives up
2: what do you hey, got for i, collateral? I, I need uh, i need 100 million <laughs> overnight okay that'll be 4.1%
3: that's Anyone. what it is huh
2: yeah 4.1 well yeah.
3: We got a call. We got a guy who wrote us in. It's Michael from Maple Valley. He said, uh, I was listening to your show. You mentioned Bread Savings Money Market, which I don't think it's money. No, it's not a money market. It's a high-yield savings. savings. It's not a money market. Yeah. He says he found better rate at My Savings Direct, which is a sub of Immigrant immigrant Savings Bank, at 4.35, moved it all his money from Bread to My Savings Four point three five. Um, He's
2: absolutely right. Yeah, Just looked it up. Pretty good
3: deal. I mean, there's all kinds of deals. We're not always. And by the way, we're not always right about everything. I, I Don was horribly wrong about Tesla stock, for example. What did
2: I say? You I said
3: didn't a few weeks ago. It. You said a few weeks ago. No, you said, aren't there like a lot of competitors? That you I did say that. I did that, say that, that, that but they I didn't wouldn't do that. I well. would yeah, never.
2: So. I would never, ever, ever. I never underestimate the stupidity of investors. I will never underestimate their stupidity, that they're pouring money into Tesla. I, I Sure. I mean, look. It's the biggest traded stock right now. Yeah, it's right. Crazy. But, but what does that say? Does that say Tesla is great or people are stupid? I think it's the latter. I really do. I mean, what about why he Wood? Why is GameStop stock still in the dollars per share when it was – it, and still is a stock that's on the br- brink of going away. Oh.
3: I think those are all reasonable questions to which uh, because I because people you about in Tesla, the short run
2: way. are not particularly bright. Now, or here's something after attention
3: or following their neighbor doing whatever it is. Yeah. Yes,
2: I'm looking at my Savings Direct, a division of Emigrant Bank, since mm-hmm. 1850. Uh, they're wow. paying four point three five percent on their savings, but get this: their long-term CD, a sixty-month CD, just five years. That sounds like five years. Yeah, two percent.
3: See, again, this is so weird. This interest rate the whole environment world we're in. feels weird, doesn't yeah. it? It just feels yeah, it just does
2: out of sorts. I, I, I don't know. if Can the economy take antidepressants or something? It needs something. It just out <laughs> or of Or some sorts. other pill. Yeah, some sort of drug to fix this. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Oh, I have a question for you here, Tom. This is a good yeah, one. You're going to love please. this one. Okay, please. Because I don't know the answer. <laughs> so I'm hoping oh. you do. Ready? Yes. Hi, Tom and Don.
5: Uh, appreciate the show. The uh, question is a little bit strange for what you normally take. Um, I went to the site for the um, retirement meet and realized that not having a working email address, things were going to go awry. Is there any way I can come to the meet, I'm in the Seattle area, without an email address?
3: (laughs) We'll Uh, sell you an email address. How would that be?
2: I, at wait, talking I, real I have to start oh no. with. Yeah, you wait. can. I have to start sure. with. You sure. You don't have an email address?
3: Well, okay. That's Honestly? all right. And you don't have your money in the high yield savings. You got it. At, like, uh, like the 18 trillion other dollars in bank accounts. Yes, you can call our office and we'll make it happen. Can I give the number? Is that okay?
2: It's your show too. Okay. Uh,
3: 800.
2: 800.
3: <laughs> Three. 8386-386-3004.
2: 3004.
3: 3004.
2: <laughs> so yeah. you can call and make a reservation for you retirement. You can call, yes. And yeah. use your phone.
3: And we need to do that. We Wait. need to have, don't, don't they have like, Don't you have Ronald to have Reagan an email library. address to, to have, have like an iPhone? Don't,
2: don't you have to have an email address to like have a phone anymore? I think you do. Is I have he, a car. Maybe, well, maybe he's got a, a landline landline how many how do you, of you access
3: your crypto without how many too, of you mind.
2: under 40 know what a landline is
3: <laughs> well apparently comcast doesn't know what mine is yeah, either apparently so comcast doesn't, doesn't
2: know what an internet line is that's yeah. supposed to be dedicated and high quality that's not supposed to glitch comcast
3: Hmm. You now, know, Alaska no, Airlines no, no, is next? No reason
2: Do you understand why people call you that other name? Tom and Don are talking <laughs> real money.
1: Reality Radio for a Really Great Future. We're talking real money.
2: This is TRM. Talking Pretty real close. money. This yeah. this is TR. I you know I don't I don't have the exact same James Gerald Jones things. This this is TRM. No, not there. Uh, hi everybody, welcome back to TRM. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom eight five five nine three five. Talk is our phone number eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. Ooh, got a little squeaky there. Uh, Let's John, see how you do on the content jeez.
3: part. Actually,
2: I do okay on the content. The, the help thing, yeah. Okay, I'm trying. Try. I've been letting you okay. answer them. And I just kind of feed them to you. John, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money.
5: Good afternoon. I wondered if you could explain the high-yield savings accounts to me. Your last caller touched on them, but uh, to give you a concrete example, I've been with New York Community Bank for years. They used to be an internet bank, and they gave me good rates, but prevailing rates fell off. They have not come back up. They're at something like 025 but they now offer uh, a high-yield savings account. It also is through the my Direct Banking website, which in my case is actually uh, a division of FallStar. In any case, they're up to 4%, and I'm, I've opened an account with them. But I don't understand the situation. My New York community bank still has remained low, and uh, suddenly I'm a- able to open an account at 4%. Can you
3: explain it? It's just a stock. Yeah, I can no, explain very easily. No, Having no, been in business for no many, many years, <laughs> it makes total sense. <laughs> okay. I went and bought my daughter a hamburger from a place the other day where I never saw any person. Mm-hmm. Walked in. I ordered the thing. It came out through a shoe. It was kind of a weird experience. But I got to imagine that the profit margin there is greater than it would be at fill-in-the-blank McDonald's. So here people have simply decided since it's just an Internet bank, there is no bricks and mortar. There are fewer employees. This is basically electronic transactions that, therefore, we can pay for when Bank of America can only pay zero point zero one. I don't. Know, you got a better
2: but, explanation? But what's Don? interesting though? No, his, his bank, New York, York Community me. Bank, is they don't have a. Uh, do they have? Oh, they do have brick and mortar now, don't they? Yeah, they do, and yeah.
5: my direct savings in my case is through Fallstar, which also has brick and mortar here in my Seattle area. So, uh, well that lack of services doesn't explain it. Yeah, I it does I, not have checking yet.
2: I don't what it, I ahead. think it comes down to a simple matter of supply demand. You've got some banks out there that are earning a lot of money lending out, and it's almost always banks that do a lot of credit card work direct to consumer credit card lending which is incredibly profitable so they could borrow from the fed overnight at 4.1 and lend it out at uh, 15 or 16 or 18 or 20 or 25 or they can borrow from you at 4 on uh, 3.8 4.0 yeah. 4.3 but they can borrow from you and yours really is even though it's a savings rate With the Fed, it's it's just a one day rate. With you guys, they know that there's a longer, likely a longer lockup. That money is going to be there longer, giving them a longer period of time to use it. More certainty in that huge spread. The other thing is just human nature. Again, I've got two hundred and some odd dollars sitting in an account at Bank of America earning zero point zero one percent because there ain't no way. Even if I could do, even though I can do it, I am not going to keep a balance at Bank of America much more than ten thousand dollars. I'm not going to do it. I'm going if if it's if I'm going to have money, I'm going to send it over to Bread Financial and earn four percent for a little while until I need the money. But uh, it's just human nature. We don't make changes. So if they can get us for less. Then sure. they'll do it.
5: Well, I don't. I don't really believe that. The reason I had funds with uh, New York Community Bank was because it was an FDIC account, and it was my rainy day.
2: But all uh, these others are FDIC accounts, to, John. Every one of these banks we're talking you, about. You,
5: you've mentioned Bread Savings or something. I don't know what that is. Brett Financial used. Bread. bread
2: Financial used I, to be Comenity Bank. That was their name. Now they're bread Financial. They are a bank that is FDIC-insured, paying 4%. My Savings Direct is FDIC-insured, okay. paying 435 So it doesn't really matter. Well, a... Go ahead. No, I'm done. Go ahead.
5: Oh, I, I, the uh, My Savings Direct, it was peculiar that you said it was a division of the Bank. In my case, the website is backed by uh, a flag star. Yeah, which, uh, I'm looking right. I'm
2: looking order, right at it It's saying, "Emigrant uh, Bank." But based, the but the point it does, that really doesn't matter who owns it.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh. your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: This this is why you have me. This is why I'm here. I need you. To solve these great mysteries. John's mystery, the mystery yeah. question is, well, mm-hmm. my Savings Direct says Flagstar Bank. How does your Savings Direct say Immigrant Bank? Well, let me explain something to you. Everybody out there is looking for a catchy.com. It's all about domain names. Okay, Comenity, for example, is a hard word to spell. Bread, Easy. So we changed the name. Remember too, by the way. It's easy to remember. My banking direct, they think for some reason is easier than Flagstar Bank. Oh, wait, I just spilled the beans. My banking direct, John. Not my savings direct. My banking direct is a service of Flagstar. My savings direct is a division of Emigrant. And the ultimate answer is why the heck does any of this matter? It
3: does not matter, again, if you're going to get 4%. And please don't argue with us about the safety of any of those. are all FDIC-insured banks, so you're going to get your money back. So,
2: Assuming they go broke, and I'm saying they're making money. How are well, they going to go broke unless the economy collapses completely, and then the FDIC will be doling out money and we'll all be in bread lines? at bread financial 855-935-TALK <laughs> is our phone number and uh let's see ann it is now your Save turn us, we're gonna please. do high i bet we're gonna do high yield savings again no i am something else welcome hi and Anne.
3: Ann. Anne. so upset her that she left it was probably because she was gonna there. talk She's about breathing it.
2: Yeah. maybe not are you sure mm-hmm. it's not you breathing could be you breathing. It's <laughs> Just hoping. a delay. You you get, you breathe and if there's a digital delay and All right, so I guess then we're going to just skip right past Ann and head right to Sherry. Hi Sherry.
5: Hi. I will be 72 in April. Do I have to take an RMD this year or did that nope. change? I've heard conflicting information.
3: Well, there's no conflict. You can now wait until you're 73. Woo! We're
2: having a party. Okay. Awesome. Is that all you have? Thank you. You're welcome. Man, that was the easiest question of the day. That was part of Secure
3: 2.0, which Gee, we spent what? a little time talking about it. How many times do we your...
2: have a question where the answer is two letters? Not many. Uh, if you're in your early 60s, you
3: can save more. Mm-hmm. I forget how much more. You talked about this on the podcast yesterday, which I thought was quite good. Oh, the 529 thing? The fact thing? That, you, the fi- that you can move money out, but it's very... It, might want to hang up there. Uh, it's very complicated, but you can move money out of a college savings 529 to a Roth IRA. I did not know until you mentioned it on the podcast yesterday that if you do that, the beneficiary has to have earned income.
2: It took me some time to find that. I've never that. heard that. Yes, yeah, yes, you do. Little known uh, fact. Again, it's because it's like, it just strikes me that some whoever's sitting around writing these laws and you know oh. it's not the congress people it's their no. staffs yeah. yes of course it and is and they're sitting around going how complicated can <laughs> is it like it's like a drinking game you know the the more words you can put into that clause the more you drink like to not think that's how they're
3: drafting legislation, but that is indeed possible. So the answer that's one, that's another. The moving the required minimum distributions back to age seventy three, and eventually age seventy five. Interestingly enough, the year that I turned seventy five, I that's the year they moved to seventy five. Apparently, I was there that drinking but game or something. Here I gave is them the beer.
2: there is a there is a little tiny downside to this though. Uh oh. What if you wait until seventy three, seventy four, seventy five to take those, you're going to take more out. You are going to be taking more out. So, will you actually save money? Mm, depends. Well, okay. Always the answer. I I love no, the fact that the answer is almost always it depends.
3: I'll I'll offer one other thing that we'll be talking about at retire meet for anybody who's charitably inclined.
2: And you if, know it's so. That me.
3: If, I know that's not you, but bah, it, for those uh, others of us who are, yeah. the, the smart play is to take the money out of your IRA, a qualified charitable distribution, and give it away there. So that will knock that down back again at 75. So I, You're going you to spend it all.
2: You really Probably are. You're going to spend it all. I, uh, so. I, I have a question that came in at 855-935-TALK oh, overnight or during the week or I don't know, when we weren't here. We weren't home, and they left this question for you. So here you go.
6: Uh, yes, hi Tom and Don. Uh, my question centers around Social Security. I currently make twenty four fifty a month in Social Security disability, and I also have, I think it's called a PERS account out of Kansas, and uh, that has quite a bit of money in it. Uh, I think over eighty thousand. Um, I want to know if there's a formula or some way to tell how much money I can take out of my PERS account without affecting my Social Security disability, because I know if you take from both, they subtract it, so there's like a maximum amount you can make from Social Security. So anyway, I was curious if there's a way, you know, I don't want that 24.50 to change, but I would like to take some money out of my PERS account as well. You can help me with that. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Bye bye.
2: PERS account out of Kansas. I don't know. I wonder if it's. I don't it's, know. I, I'm hoping it's. So not that's dust some sort of the
3: offset. Wind. There's some oh, sort of, yeah. uh um,
2: Windfall. Yeah, you missed my. my, my I'm bad, sorry. Uh, it was joke. a bad joke. Oh, the sorry. PERS account out of Kansas. Hoping it's not dust in the wind.
3: Oh, there you there. go. That's a, good, that's a reference going back to the rock group of the mid 1970s. Well no, it done, is Kansas.
2: Sure. Yeah kansas
3: uh which yeah, i did yeah. like their work then so yeah i mean i'm not sure i don't um, know because every one of these doggone plans is a little bit different um on. so 24 50 because that would be 30 grand a year hmm. and the disability i believe when you go to retirement at full retirement age that 24.50 is the same amount you'll be getting at full retirement age yeah. from social security so
2: uh, I don't know the answer to that. It's an
3: interesting question. I'm
2: looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, but Yeah, because there are limits on your earnings that can reduce your disability. So distributions from that retirement account would be taxable, but I don't know if they'd yes. be earnings. I, 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 I. I. How come you don't know this? You do this all the time. I don't do this.
3: I don't spend that much time in the upper Midwest. You know that, especially this time of year. So no, no, I, I met with
2: that. I meant with Social Security income. Oh, God,
3: there's so many. You talk about guys sitting around with drinking games. Whoever <laughs> read all the rules of Social Security, they left the drinking game and continued on with something else after that. Good Lord, who knows all those
2: rules? Mm. All right. I- I'm just going to say the same as Tom. I, i'm looking for but we do i do have
3: find it. that said we do have people on the staff who could answer that so they're going to laugh We're, when they hear why me say, aren't they I calling know. i don't know they don't they've got other saying, things to do on their saying, saturdays are, are you, you saying that himself. our
2: staff does not listen to the show no
3: the staff i i could say a lot of bad things that'd be fun to do say bad things about three or four people on the staff every week and see if anybody notices because yeah, they, 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 they won't notice they're, 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 they're,
2: oh my so. gosh you know my wife has been bugging me the whole show she, yeah she wants to me to try to find my daughter a job <laughs> <laughs> oh, she goes through to plug it. She'll plug it on the show. Get my daughter a job. Oh come on! So if anybody, okay, if anybody Don. knows yeah. of an education uh, curriculum job, call me. Tom and Don
1: are talking real money <laughs> for your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
3: You we want to see Don in person, right. the real thing, the real guy? Finally, I've been a well, long time. Well, you know, you're coming to happened. town. I mean, I got it. Uh, I got an aircraft, uh, an airplane That's reservation true. thingy that's right so join us retire meat saturday the 25th of february i think that's one month from today i only come out seattle, for the sandwich. you gotta come and we saw early bird tickets available if you're not in the seattle area you don't want to fly out here watch online because you can do it virtually as well
2: the early bird gets the sandwich for just 15 dollars
3: <laughs> and that's
2: probably worth the ticket right i'm there, telling you else. think about it go out it's that much go to
0: retiremeat.com